Today we do continue on in our sermon series, Catching the Call. We began with God's goodness back on Fiesta Sunday. We have explored getting a head start, having a smart heart, finding your footing, and now finding traction for God's action. I remember the first sermon I ever preached, lo, many years ago, <laughs> and I went back and reread it not too long ago, and it was the worst sermon ever. I mean, ever. I can't believe I preached it. It was just full of all kinds of stuff. Um, guilt, telling people how they had to live, and so on and so forth. I just can't believe I preached that sermon. The title's still good, though. It was God Calls for Action. And I'm reminded of a wonderful story, perhaps you've heard it, but it's of the young seminary student who graduates and gets his first call, goes to his first church, and on the first Sunday he preaches this sermon. And it's a great sermon, and the congregation is thrilled. They, they really think they've done well. And, uh, and he gets up the next Sunday, and he preaches the same sermon. Well, it was good, but it wasn't, they were kind of wondering. The third week rolled around, and he preached the same sermon. Well, now they didn't know what to do, and they didn't know what to say to him after the service. It was awkward. And on the fourth Sunday, he did the same sermon again. And finally, the lay leaders of the congregation decided they had somebody had to talk to him. And so one of them approached him and said, hey, you know, that sermon you've been preaching is a good sermon, but, you know, maybe you'd like to move on to something else. And he said, as soon as you do it, I'll preach another sermon. <laughs> Michael used the words of St. Francis, who said, um, Preach the gospel always, and if necessary, use words, meaning we have to live it out. Now, St. Francis, he said it, and he lived it. And we've heard it. The question is, will we do it? Because it's, it's so easy to default. I mean, isn't it? It's easy to think that these things are important, but our lifestyle can just be so comfortable and so easy sometimes that we just we just don't do it sometimes we know we're supposed to we know what we're called to do we know that we're supposed to be engaged caring for and supporting those in need but it's easy to get caught up in our lives and not do much of it we can talk about it but we don't do it do you all know what um can you all read this do you know what it is it's around to it. I wonder if we'll ever get around to it. All right. <laughs> Finding traction for God's action. Finding traction for God's action. Um, I grew up in, with snowy winters and had to learn to drive on snow and ice. And, and you realize how important traction is. Out here, it's only when it rains that we're challenged to see how the roads will 
cooperate with our driving, especially with the oil that gets on the roads and then the water combines for slippery, dangerous conditions. But traction is so important. It's true physically with how we drive and other things, but it's also true in how we engage our lives in doing God's will. Jesus told a story, you've heard it many, many times, about the sheep and the goats. You know it. He said, when you fed me, gave me something to drink when I was thirsty, when I was homeless, you gave me a room. When I was shivering, you gave me clothes. When I was sick, you came to me. And when I was in prison, you visited me. And they said, well, gee, Master, when did we do those things? And he said, if you did one of those things for someone who is overlooked or ignored, why? It was me. You did it to me. You did it to me. Now, we can take those words and either be haunted by those words or we can be transformed by those words. Because we don't have to live with regret and we still have today. We have today to start living in that way. I want to give a shout out to the Board of Christian Action because they have been working very hard for many, many months to find ways for us to engage ourselves practically in the work of ministry to do these very things through family promise, which has become a wonderful way for us to get involved with hands-on ministry to help those who are struggling but to find dignity and to get reestablished and to find their own footing again as human beings. There will be more opportunities coming, and we're very excited about that possibility. There's also ways to engage ourselves in faith through our adult education study and then finding through that other ways that we can live and serve. Supporting our neighbors in need offering today is another example of how we can actually do something that can make a difference. You know, without us, God's will is diminished in the world. I believe that. When we default, when we don't do our part, God's will is slightly diminished in the world. Without our hands, Christ has no hands in the world. Now, we can't hold the whole world in our hands. That's, that's for God. You know, God's got the whole world in his hands. But we can do our tangible part. And that is so important. I want to share with you a few words from Gandhi, who was a friend and companion with Christ, even though he did not formally become a Christian And here's what Gandhi said. It is better to allow our lives to speak for us than our words. God did not bear the cross only 2,000 years ago. He bears it today, and God dies and is resurrected from day to day. It would be a poor comfort to the world 
if it had to depend on a historical God who died 2,000 years ago, do not then preach the God of history, but show God as he lives today through you. And from the writer of James. Don't fool yourself into thinking that you are a listener when you are anything but. Letting the word go in one ear and out the other. Been there, done that. Been there, done that. Act on what you hear. We have to do and live and be the people of God, not in name only, but in how we live our lives. Finding traction for God's action. It comes when we take it in and are able to move it in such a way that it becomes part of how we live, part of how we engage. Catching the call. How do we catch it so that we can live it? We began at a good place, God's goodness. We use our heads. We use our hearts. We find our footing and then we, we, find, we try to find traction, that place that grips and engages, where we can bring all that we know by faith, all that is spiritual, can't put into words, but we can put it into action. When we find traction for God's action, that's what it's about. I want to share a poem. Um, this is a, a wonderful book. Garrison Keillor put it together. It's called Good Poems. Now, this is poem. These are just poems that he loves poetry. These are not poems he wrote. These are poems he's collected. And I want to share one by Marge Piercy. It's called To Be of Use. To Be of Use. The people I love the best jump into work headfirst without dallying in the shallows and swim off with sure strokes almost out of sight. They seem to become natives of that element, the black sleek heads of seals bouncing like half-submerged balls. I love people who harness themselves, an ox to a heavy cart, who pull like water buffalo with massive patience, who strain in the mud and the muck to move things forward, who do what has to be done again and again. I want to be with people who submerge in the task, who go into the fields to harvest and work in a row and pass the bags along, who are not parlor generals and field deserters, but move in a common rhythm when the food must come in or the fire be put out. The work of the world is common as mud, botched, it smears the hands, crumbles to dust, but the thing worth doing well done has a shape that satisfies 
clean and evident. Greek jars for wine and oil, hoppy vases that held corn and are put in museums. But you know, they were made to be used. The pitcher cries for water and a person for service that is real. I like the graphic images because they help us understand the need for finding traction for God's action. So just quickly as we conclude, take a look at your bulletin cover. I know you've been seeing this, but let's just reflect for a moment on these words. The place God calls you to is the place where your deep gladness And the world's hunger meet. May you know deep, deep gladness as you offer your life, responding to God's call, giving traction to God's action. Amen.